You were starting. Am I starting? You could. I mean, I can start if you want me to start. I just didn't think that you would remember because we've not been here for a week. Yeah, it's your fault though. Yeah? Wanna, well, well, no, your fault, right? Because you got you got flown out by AJ to be his chief thigh rubber, sparring partner, thigh rubber. <laughs> he wishes. So let's uh, let's get straight into it. I know I know people are going to be eager. Um, obviously, the number one uh, fighting combat channel podcast in the world not tweeting for a week Back in um you know i thought the media would have gone crazy heard nothing unfortunately um but we are coming back with an absolute stacked card um we are stacked cards i mean you heard my mouth salivating at the beginning there as, yeah, as i put your mouth guard back in <laughs> um we we so yeah, obviously we've had uh, when you start we had holyfield um, and that absolute disaster i know you're going to talk about that there. at some point um, obviously we had the UFC over uh, this weekend Lionheart 4 and we're going to be covering that as well so we'll cover uh, all the UFC and um, build up to the next UFC event now this is going to be I mean this for us and I suppose you you know fight fans it's a crazy week crazy for um, you know combat sports we've got UFC at the weekend okay we've got the return of um, the Diaz yes yeah Big Nick yeah Big Nick we've got returns for uh, Shevchenko yeah we've got Volk firefighting Ortega oh, the, the main tough final. there Ooh. and we've got Blades versus Rosenstrick probably butchered that name yes so this is going to be stat guys as well as Creme of the Crap as well as Creme of the Crap and then later on in the week we will give AJ and that card in Tottenham all the love that it deserves yeah. in that tough, 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 tough fight. Yeah, yeah. May have a special guest as well, but we'll keep that. Uh, can you keep that a surprise mm-hmm. potentially? Uh, finally, get some guests on the show, so that's that's good. And um, so let's let's get started, guys. Sam, where where do you want to start? I think let's just jump in. Should we start at the top of the card or the bottom of the card? Mm. We'll start with let's go. Let's go like UFC. Start at the top. <laughs> let's go with UFC. Let's start with Smith. You want to start with Lionheart? Yeah, my guy. Um, big win. Big win. Big win. I know. Uh, Spam was talking a lot of shit. Uh, you know, um, Lionheart thought you're not respecting me. Well, I'll, sh- I'll show you. And, and to be fair, he absolutely smashed him. He showed him. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he fucking. Put that um, respect right in his nose. Um, great fight, really good fight. I mean, uh, straight from the offset, Smith really pressuring him, getting in his face, uh, and then obviously doing really well with the takedowns as well. For a guy who's got what, seven or eight stoppages by submission, he smashed him to pieces on the feet. He didn't, he didn't yeah. even need to take him to the ground. I say that he did, and he, and he tapped him out, but he was hurting him with everything. I, what I've learned from, from this fight is. Just maybe don't piss him off. Yeah. Just, you know, be nice. Shake his hand. You're all right. You're all right, Mr. Smith. You want a cup of tea? Don't go in there and, and try and trade with him because, or wind him up because he's just going to apparently land bombs on you. Mate, I, you know, I've been saying it, you know, for a while now. This this dude is an elite level fighter. Yeah. Okay, he really is. Obviously, I know he's got, um, you know, he's got the loss to, to Jones on there. Yeah. Who doesn't lose against Jones, you know, first and foremost? Yeah. But, you know, since the Jones fight, the dude's been great been really good um, so yeah I think 
I think, yeah, give him respect. And that and that goes for, I suppose, the, all of the MMA community because I do think he's one of the best fighters in that division, 100%. Yeah, and you know what? He, he could have come out and he could have shouted for the title fight. You know, he could have been, you know, give me the winner of uh, Blakovich and um, Glover, uh, Glover Teixeira. But yeah. he wasn't. He was. He almost did a little bit like uh, Aspinall did and said, just want somebody above, and then afterwards yeah. someone said, oh, the uh, uh, Rakic fight's been thrown out there, and he was like, yeah, yeah, give me that, because yeah. obviously he lost to Rakic, give me that rematch, he's above me, that's that's the guy I want. And I like that it was almost like he hadn't thought about it, but he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah let me run that back, I yeah. want to beat him, I want to beat him. And, you know, coming in on the form that he's in, you look, you look class, good fight. Yeah, great fight. Um, just really happy for him. I think... Submission was class as well. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, there's a few moments in the fight where I'm thinking, okay, he could finish it here. Yeah. There's a few positions where, you know, he's got he's got him. I mean, some of those um some of the elbows he's thrown on the on on the inside from what I can remember. Oh, on the ground, yeah, yeah. Absolutely Vicious. ruthless. Um <laughs> but no, got 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 the got the submission in the end to so, a oh, class finish. Yeah, um yeah. Like you say, on the ground, striking, stood up striking, too much submission game. Yeah. Just there wasn't and I know we only got to see like a minute, a minute and a half, but there wasn't a second of that fight where we thought, or at least where I thought, oh, it's Spans coming into this there, or oh, if you can do that, just outgunned, outmanned, outworked. Well, don't get me wrong, I mean, Span did hit him with a few counters, and, and I could, it, do you know what it was? I think it was, Smith was so eager yeah. to lay a statement, and it was, it was a statement win. So he did get a little bit um, excited at times, he did walk into a couple of shots, but he was never ever in no. danger. No, um, and, and fair play to him. Fair play. Was it was good. It was good. Um, I think Span, you know, nineteen and and seven now. Mm. He was on a, a really good run. I know he had a few losses recently, yeah. but prior to that, he had you know about seven or eight win streak. Yeah. So it, it's not the end of the road for him. But like I said, you know, you know Smith is one of the top top guys in the you know division. If you get in. No one likes losing, but at the end of the day, anyone can get subbed. Anyone can tap. Yeah. Uh, it was unfortunate. Uh, but no, he'll it, fight No. And to be fair, you know, with you taking up MMA, it's good that you've got that attitude that anyone can be tapped. Mm. Yeah. Should we uh, move move <laughs> forward down the card? Yeah. I think the only... I say the only other one. There were some good fights on there and there were some good finishes, but the only other one that I was really excited about coming in was was Buckley, um, Joaquin Buckley, who, if you remember, in Fight Island, got knockout of the year with that spin kick that he just mate. That was knockout of the decade. It, it was, was insane. It's the sort of fucking kick that you pull off when you grab when your brother grabs your leg and you think, oh, just spin round and boot him in the head, yeah. um, and it never pulls off. You end up either breaking your ankle or falling to the ground, yeah. or you break your brother's nose, um, and he broke his face. He, yeah, he literally killed him. Yeah, I, I think he is actually dead now. But you know what? After that, you know, obviously everyone was like tuning to his next fight, and he's had a couple of quite mediocre fights. That yeah, he lost. The him. thing is, if you set the bar that high with yeah. the KO that good, you know, people start labeling you a knockout artist and all this. So there's this pressure. All right, I've got to absolutely decapitate every person that I fight now. But obviously, you know, MMA and the UFC, it's not like that. No, no, not at all. And the thing is, he's quite small for the weight. 
like don't get me wrong he, he's absolutely stacked yeah and it was accentuated by the fact that Arroyo is quite a big bloke but he is quite small so to get those big knockouts you've got to have that explosive movement, movement coming in like, almost like a Mike Tyson style and in MMA with those four ounce gloves that's risky you yeah. know parrying like that but that being said after two and a half very similar rounds to his last two fights that you know was nothing to, to write home about he was slightly getting outworked absolute stellar knockout it was, it was funny because that uppercut that started it, there isn't, doesn't look like there's much on it, but Royal flops over, like, and yeah, you know, he follows it well, but. Well, it wasn't the uppercut, was it? Um, was it a hook in the end? And then he follows up with the uppercut. No. Because he's already pretty much going down, isn't he? So he catches him with the uppercut, which kind of, it looks like it hurts him more than it does, and then he hits him with a hook. Yeah. Which that's it. definitely kind of finishes it, and then yeah. there was hammer fists when he hits the ground, and you know punches to the face but it's one of them where the uppercut doesn't look like it hits that much but you know you see like the eyes roll back in his movement and you think what's yeah his soul's been taken yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, was, to be fair that was a, a class knockout um, scrappy fight yeah. really scrappy fight I think it, I think I think he did struggle with that reach and he did struggle with the height a little bit but yeah. you know I mean you, you gave me a, a, a fact before you know we never count the, the reach of the legs yeah and you know why not I mean kickboxing MMA we use the legs we use the feet you know the, the inside kick to the calf is almost like a jab yeah yeah so and he was using that really well he was using his, his feet really well so fair play to him it was a really good fight and uh, was it better than Smith's knockout or stop or submission in the stoppage you think Um. I'm just thinking you got a stoppage in that. I don't actually know the answer to that, but I wouldn't be upset either way, if no, I'm honest. Yeah, to be fair, there were, there were a couple more in the prelims that were decent knockouts as yeah. well that might have might have might pinched have it. it. But you know what? Yeah. Good, a good victory, a good bounce back. You know, he's broken that skid. Be interesting to see. They're always going to throw him on that main card because they can just show the highlight reel of the yeah. knockout. Yeah. And any more he adds to it. I'll be feeding off that for years. Oh, yeah. The thing is, even if he's losing, if he's getting the odd knockout in there, exciting, he's going to, they're yeah. going to keep him in there. They're going to throw him on that main event. He's going to make money. Speaking of uh, people who used to always be exciting yeah. and have highlight reel knockouts and who look like absolute beasts. A bit like me. <laughs> Yol Romero. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> what, this is the thing, I mean, what, what more do you, can you, can you say about Romero? I feel like we're stuck in this loop now, you yeah. know, you see it on Twitter all the time, just doesn't throw enough. Seems to kind of float through fights, and that's you know what he's done in his last, you know, at least three or four fights, and did the same again. Just didn't throw enough, wasn't active enough, and then you know as soon as you get to the second half through the second round, you're losing. Well, this is it. He's lost his trigger. If you look back as well, he's had some close fights. That a lot of people think he's won versus the top of the UFC. Yeah, which almost made made even though he was on like a four five loss streak, almost made him being dropped a bit of a shock. And then obviously Bellator sign him up. They throw him into their uh, Grand Prix, as they call it. And they were going to stick him in versus... 
Uh, oh, the name escapes me. The other ex UFC um, fighter. Anyway, it was a great fight. Um, Rumble Johnson. They were going oh, to yeah, stick yeah, him yeah. in versus Rumble, which was going to be a great fight. And then he dropped out of it, and they said some kind of medical issue that meant that he couldn't fight. Mm. And then he's been out for a year, and then he's come in for for this now. And it almost makes you think, with the way that in his last few fights, and don't get me wrong, one of them is versus Adesanya, who's no muck. Not to say that Phil Davis is, but yeah. with him not being throwing and him getting cut, and then him not being medically cleared for the last fight, does the UFC know something that we don't know? Is is this? He's forty four. Is there something we don't know about that's stopping him from throwing? I mean, you'd like to think if that was the case, the powers that be wouldn't allow him to fight. And then you watch the thriller fight, and then you remember. Yeah, it for yeah. That's, <laughs> don't remind me, please, God. Um, maybe. I mean, the thing it's it's difficult, really, because. You know, with that, if you do, if you don't watch the fights yeah. and you actually just look at on paper mm-hmm. the dudes that he's fighting, you know, look, he's fighting some of the the, the absolute best in oh, the division, yeah. um, and yes, he was losing, but like you said, some of them were really close. Um, is it is it more of a is it a mental thing? Maybe do you think it's a? I mean, I think it could be a mental blocking. He's forty four years old. It's part of him thinking. Look, I don't really really want to take any more damage. Um, I'm worried about what's going to come back at me. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're that concerned about, I suppose, your faculties, you wouldn't fight, would you? If you were that concerned, if there was something going on, you wouldn't fight. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, at the end of the day, he's 44, he's probably made enough money, and he's got a family at home. Yeah, you'd hope so. Um, and you do wonder if it's money-related. But, I mean, he kind of nailed it then. If you look at the people, and I mean, I'm, I'm going through here, you know, Quite far back, but he was on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight fight win streak that included, you know, Derek Bronson, Brad Tavares, um, Machida, yeah, Chris no Weidman, and then he goes into 2017 and loses by decision to Bobby Knuckles. That can happen. Champion absolutely yeah, can absolutely. happen. World class fighter. He bounces back from that by sending Luke Rockhold. Plausibly into retirement, but at, at least to sleep for Seven a few time. days. At least yeah. a hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. I just woke up last week. He then bounces back with a, a fight against Robbie Knuckles again. Robbie Knuckles again. Yeah. S- split decision. Close. People say he won that fight. He then goes in versus uh, Paulo Costa again. Only lost one. You know, top of the division. Yeah. Loses on points. People say he won that fight. He then comes in versus Adesanya. Again, wasn't throwing. People say he won that fight. People say Adesanya actually didn't throw enough and that he inked it from him in the last round. Yeah. And then he's cut from the UFC. And then he comes in versus Phil Davis. And again, another split decision where he's, he's not throwing enough. Not doing enough. If you look at... If you strip out the names, there's mm. a four-fight losing streak there, all on points at age 44. But if you actually look at who it is, you kind of want to be like, I've never really seen him lose... He's a great fighter. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. but I mean, the, the last is, two fights—it's not—it's not like he's getting sparked out. No, he's not getting knocked out. No. He's not getting battered. No. Um, I think—is it just a case of? I almost feel sorry for him because it seems to me like he's fighting fighters when they've 
basically hit their prime. Yeah. And obviously, I know you know that happens in the UFC. If you if you you know top five contender, it, it can happen. Yeah. I mean, Robert Whitaker is an absolute animal. Yeah, in his prime. Adesanya, it was only fucking two fights ago people were labeling one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. yeah? Definitely premature, but you know, these fighters. 2019 Costa in his peak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is it just a case of wrong place, wrong time? Because I think it might be, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he's just an early man. I, I, I wonder if. You know, when people say you don't have to have enough power to knock them out, you yeah. just have to have enough power to hold them back to make them worry about it. Yeah. I wonder if, if he's getting older, he can feel it a bit more, so he's being more apprehensive more and, and he's slow. I mean he's forty he doesn't look forty four, he looks better than I'll have look in my entire life, but he's forty four, you know, he's he's on that now well now a four fight win streak, but if you actually look at it that's five losses and six, as close as they are. Yeah. You know, what's gonna happen? He's gotta have a give him a Give him another fight. I mean, he's got him, hasn't he? But he'll be in a contract with Bellator anyway. So I think it's interesting now to see what happens because he's at 13 and 6 now. Mm-hmm. If he loses his next fight, his losses will overtake. Well, basically, you know, over half of his losses there uh, would overtake. If that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense in my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? 13 and 7. Yeah. Um, 50, yeah. So it's not would a great be racket record, is it? Let's be one, in, one in three losses, basically. That's it. Yes, he's got a better mind than me. Yeah. It, I wonder, so I mentioned Rumble. Yeah. This week, Rumble's pulled out of the tournament with a... I'm not sure if it was an injury um, or if it's COVID-related, but Bellator have said he's out of the um, Grand Prix now. That's a shame. I wonder if they, they give him a bit of time to recover and everything else, and then... I think it's parking, though. They go. He's a big dude, Rumble, isn't he? Yeah, but he's old as well. Yeah, yeah, but so is Joel. Joel. Who doesn't love a sloppy Super Bowl? Yeah, Unless you, I mean, it's that's extra, weekend, extra sloppy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in... Yeah. Like a holy field. Yeah. 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 yeah, not that sloppy. My, my rule is, if they can say seashells, seashells on the seashore, I'll entertain it. If they can't say that... I'm out. Can you imagine if you butchered that then? <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're in between uh, Mason putting clips of uh, Pete McNeely speaking. I think it's time now to uh, to leave. I mean, do you want to say anything? What's next for Phil? Obviously, he goes forward in the tournament. Um, Romero, not much really that we can say other than what we have. Should we move into Cream of the Crap? Yeah. Cream of the crap. I'm Hurricane Peter McNeely from Medfield, Mass. On Saturday night, watch me kick Tyson's ass. But if you haven't made your pay-per-view arrangements yet, make them soon. Because remember what happens when I wrap you in my cocoon. You have a big dump in your pants. Cream of the crap. So just to remind everyone, because uh, I know it's been a while, um, Mule, do you want to just remind the guys who you pulled out? Not yeah. this weekend, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled out not only one of the best boxers of all time. Overrated. Not only one of the best boxers of all time. Not only does he have one of the best records of all time in an era where people didn't have that record of all time. I pulled out 
Rocky Barciano. Who? You know, Rocky, the guy that they made a movie series based on his name. You mean Sylvester Sloan Rocky? Rocky Marciano. Oh, sorry, mate. Do you know what? I'm not 70. Yeah, ah, okay. See, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. If they're not from the last 50 years, I've just got no clue. That's it. You know, you uh, you like your fighters to have many more losses. You know, 49 and 0 doesn't do it for you. I mean, I got Peter McNeely, um, rapper. If by rapper you mean he writes the same sort of poetry that toddlers do. Rapper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, part-time criminal. Yeah. Dangerous man. Yeah. Dangerous man. Um, 2006, he actually got caught uh, driving a getaway car um, from a Walgreens. After searching the car, police recovered $180 in cash whoo, and a black fanny pack which had also been stolen from the store. Clever. He was going to use that to store the cash. Or he's just a massive fanny, so wanted something to to match his personality. I mean, Rocky Marciano beat Archie Moore. Who? You know, the guy who floored Muhammad Ali. Who did Muhammad Ali? Ezra Charles. (laughs) Joe Walcott, twice. Mm -hmm. The list goes on and on. You don't get the World Heavyweight Championship and retain it not only was it 49 wins 43 knockouts doesn't happen when was his last fight uh, it was a win versus Archie Moore which was when for a heavyweight championship 1955 inactive <laughs> been inactive for at least 60 years so you know. um, my McNeely's last fight 2001 in Africa yeah so in terms of inactivity there, you know we, 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 we're bringing these guys back. I think McNeely stomps him. So Rocky Marciano was so inactive in 1951. He had seven wins. Inactivity plagued with inactivity. Peter McNeely said to people he would put them in, in a, a cocoon. cocoon of pain. Doesn't even make sense. He's gonna wrap you up. In a cocoon of pain, what what what, what is what doesn't make sense about that? Did he it's th- a cocoon did he of think pain. It's pain on the inside. A cocoon that grows and strengthens people? No. And turns them into a beautiful butterfly? Is that what happened with Tyson? Uh, no, he yeah. got sparked out <laughs> by Tyson. T- to be fair, the fight was stopped. Okay. He get sparked out. If he'd have carried on... I'm very confident he'd have won that fight. Very, I'm very, very confident. confident. Listen, you know, paid the ref. He he was the fighting pride of Ireland at the time. He was the fighting pride of Ireland. He was from Menfield Mass. Yes, but he wore a green robe. <laughs> uh, listen, how many amateur fights did uh, Rocky have? Hundreds. Hundreds. I'll tell you the exact figure now, actually. So is amateur career mm. hundreds. How many losses? He actually had twelve. He had twelve. Twelve losses. No, no, twelve amateur fights. <laughs> McNeely, twenty-one amateur fights with an amateur career with a record of fifteen wins and six six losses. Poor. Round one, McNeely. <laughs> How many criminal convictions does Rocky Marciano have? 
Uh, he's too much of a gentleman. I'm okay. Sure. So does he have any? You don't, mate. When you are the world champion, like a politician, and you smack forty-nine people, forty-three of them go to sleep. Yeah. You don't just, need to. Just, just so he doesn't. So he doesn't have any. Earn the big bucks. So just to be crystal clear for the audience, he has no criminal convictions. Doesn't need any criminal convictions. McNeil's got three. Yeah, two of them were in 2006. He was very active. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I feel so sorry for him. He's had such a, an awful career and lent and such a little amount of money that he's robbing places for less than $200. $180? And this, think of inflation. That's no joke, mate. That is no joke. 180 How many dollars? $180. How much cents? It doesn't say cents. 50 cents. Dollars to pounds. It's actually searching on the tablet here. 131 pounds. A lot of money. He went to prison, did he? No, he didn't. He got arrested. He, he got away with it. For 131 pounds. But, hear me out, earlier in March, much more successful, punched a bloke and stole his wallet containing $200. <laughs> there we go. See? In- incrementations. You know, he probably could have earned more money just with like a paper round or, you know. You say that, I think he earned something like 300 grand for the Tyson fight, which is, you know, even by today's money, that's a lot of money. It is. Yeah. It absolutely um, is. And he had a. And look, the way to look at it is, look, 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 the guy's smart. He earned 300 grand in about two minutes. That's okay. Floyd, that is Floyd Mayweather money. Uh, kind I of. Floyd Mayweather money is more than that. Yeah. Well, can't, well, Debatable. Um, did here's a question for you. Yes. Did Marciano fight Butterbean? <laughs> no. Ducked him. Or was he being ducked? Just as I thought. I heard that Butterbean refused to be born and start boxing until Marciano retired. A little fun fact for you as well. Uh, if you guys don't know this, McNeely technically didn't get knocked out. Wasn't a stoppage, it was a disqualification. He got cheated. In which fight? The Tyson one? In the Tyson fight, yeah. McNeely was disqualified at 1 minute 29 seconds of the first round when his trainer entered the ring. Ah, uh, yeah. His trainer had a few too many to drink, didn't mean to, it was a complete mix up. <laughs> or wanted to save him from getting absolutely sent to sleep. I think Marciano would. I think a little bit like Tyson, I think he would underappreciate his skills. Yeah. And then beat him in a very short amount of time. No, I I think McNeely would see how much money Marciano had and he'd uh, he'd want at least $200 from his wallet. (laughs) He would. his purse. So I think he'd be fighting with a real hunger there. I mean, when you say hunger, actual physical hunger. Because he he can't afford... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's probably what's going to happen. I mean... He's not a big bloke. He's a massive bloke. To be listen, heavyweight fighter, and he looked big. I mean, even compared to Tyson, the dude looked 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 decent. And if he was here right now, you'd be taking a big dump in your pants, wouldn't you? <laughs> and I'm quoting him there. Oh, yeah, I mean, let's put it in perspective. Mm. When <laughs> when he was forty and three, great record by the way. Forty wins that class. He got knocked out. By a guy who had three wins, 
three losses and two draws. Consistently shit. <laughs> to be fair, he did, he did fight. He did actually get knocked out by Butterbean as well. He did get knocked yeah, out by Butterbean in one. To be fair, who doesn't get knocked out by Butterbean? I don't tell me Marciano, right? Because in fairness, let's be completely honest, Google Marciano, right? I am bigger than Rocky Marciano now. And he'd still knock you out. He's dead and he would come nah, back no way. and Shame. put you to sleep. Shame. Me and McNeely, we'd do him in for that two hundred dollars. You'd need you and McNeely <laughs> and all of his entourage to have a chance. Pete, he's got three hundred dollars in his fanny pack. I'll let you keep the fanny pack as well. <laughs> go for it, mate. Go for it. To be fair, he wasn't even interested in the money. He was after the, fanny, just pack. the fanny pack. Money yeah. was an afterthought. <laughs> yeah, it, as much as I like Peter McNeely, because he's like that yeah. stupid cousin. Like, oh, isn't he nice? Look at him. He's he's drawing a picture of a butterfly in the corner. Oh, look. Oh, oh did, did you enjoy school today? Yeah, how old are you now? 46. I yeah. I've always dreamed of McNeely coming on this podcast. Um, and if he hears that, he definitely won't. Shush. <laughs> or you might do, just so he can he can knock me out. As long as he raps on it, as well. And he shouts out Stubbsy. Yes. Yeah. This, this, this is for Stubbsy. Curly, yeah. my grandparents, my mum, my neighbour, my neighbour's dog, and the whole of Ireland. And the whole of Menfield. Mass. Mass. Yeah. 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 Watch on Saturday as I kick Marciano's ass. I feel like if it was a poetry competition win. for four year olds, he'd have a good go. He'd have a good go. He'd have a good go. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah. I know you would. Um <laughs> In boxing, not so much. I think. I think. I think the people. He's a, listen. He's he's a man of the people. If by that you mean he's stupid enough to give away all of his money to people, so then he has to rob two hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think people are going to get behind McNeely for this one. I think I'm going to go another week um, on a little on a win. Yeah, from the last one. I think, I think yeah. I'm on the up. Guys, please vote for Peter McNeely. Peter McNeely, vote for yourself. Confident guy, sure he listens. Vote for yourself, I'll vote for you. The rest of Twitter, let's get behind. There let's we get go. behind Pete. That's two votes, that's two votes. That's two. And for anyone who likes boxing and appreciates that uh, it's nice that Pete got a run out today, but let's not put one of the greatest of all time, 49 and 0 to shame, vote Rocky. And if you don't, well, you don't know boxing. Disagree. <laughs> right spoke about boxing yes for enough for this show let's move forward next weekend big card massive and it, so much so we can't even fit the boxing in so UFC yeah so we got um, Curtis Blades versus uh, Rosenstrick and I keep butchering that man's name I know I am um Big fight. Now, going into this, uh, the people have Blades as the favourite. Yeah, and he is slightly higher in the rankings. Yeah. I personally favour him going into this. Well, I'll tell you who I favour, uh, Mr. Mac. Bit later it's going to be uh, yeah, a bit of a surprise, I think. Uh, but look, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that fight. Should be a good fight, should be decent. They've got a very similar record. It, it was yeah. an easy, easy make a bit. Hunter was laughing, was looking at their, oh, well, let's throw them in with each other. It should be fireworks, though. Yeah, should be class. Then we've got uh, Shevchenko fighting Murphy. Um, yeah, fair play for anyone getting into the ring with that woman. That woman has a tattoo of a gun. Yeah, um, 
on a waste. Yeah. So, you know, it's scary enough. Shevchenko's no mug. I mean, look, Lauren Murphy's not bad, 15 and 4, yeah. but you've got to think that um, Valentina's going to... A lot of people talk about Nunes, yeah. but Shevchenko for me is one of the... She's one of the Definitely goats. Definitely for the goat, yeah. yeah. 100%. She's in and around that conversation, so um, I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's going to be brutal, to be honest with you. And most of her fights are, um, but yeah. she's so high class. Yeah. Um, so striking, incredible. We've then got whew, son of Stockton, Nick Diaz. So quick question before we talk about, mm. about this one. Go on. If you could only take one of them to bed, would you choose Nick or Nate Diaz? That's a good question. I take Nick. More of a generous lover. More of a generous lover, and he's he's not as he's not being as active. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to. Say, his cardio would be shit, and you know, hopefully, it'll be over in two minutes. Whilst <laughs> I lay there screaming. Uh, what about you? Um, I, don't, I know you've got over this in your head, so let's just pretend that you've not. I don't swing that way, but when Nick last fought in the UFC. Mm. I I favoured Nick over Nate, but obviously since then the redemption story of Nate, you know the Connor fights, the BMF fights, you know, I feel like he's almost more of a cult hero. And I know that everyone with Nick Diaz, he's one of them people that he's the hipster, he's the goat argument. Yeah, but got a lot of time for for Nate don't get me wrong I think Nick's the more intelligent of the two but I've got a lot of time for Nate you've definitely thought about this that, that was not uh, from the top of your head was it let's be honest you, you've been thinking about that for a while I mean I was talking about fighting I'm not sure what you were talking yeah, about same, same, same. Yeah. Um, no fair play to Lawler as well though um, for running this back I think what was it now something crazy like how long has it been when was that when did they last fight it was like 20 years ago or something yeah crazy. it was something ridiculous 20 years like 9 months I think that's something that's been going around isn't it or was it 209 months? Yes. Which would be not 20 years, but not far off. Yeah, not far off. I'm not going to work that out. No. You guys can work that out. Um, but yeah, I can't wait. For, I cannot wait for this. To be honest with you, it's a difficult one to call because Diaz has been out of the game now for so long. Question marks. But we know how active he's outside. He's always grappling. He's always messing around with... Um, Obviously, does I think there's a lot of BJJ? Yeah, both the... I mean, they're always in the gym, both the Diaz's, but they're constantly in BJJ tournaments. Only, like, local and, you know, like, national ones and just... But when you're constantly fighting and, and rolling, they're going to they're gonna retain that BJJ skill. 100%. And when you think about striking, it's in the, it's in the genes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's, don't give up. Let's go for a tear up. Um... It's difficult where to go with this one. Um, what are your early predictions for it? You know what? I'm going to go with Diaz, but it's one of them fights where within 10 seconds we could be like, why do we ever think that a guy who's been out the the cage for so long is going to walk in and, you know. The thing is, though, if we were talking about, do you not think, do you not think it's it's the name and the status? Because let's be logical here. Lawler's the more active fighter. I mean, he's had more okay. fights recently. Um, you know, he's been active inside the cage, constantly in between training camps. I mean, logically speaking here, surely you have to tip Lawler. Yeah, well, it's a big thing in, especially in MMA. Mm. You know, I know there's other factors to it, but look at Connor. All the time he took out for boxing and, you know, driving around the world on his... 
fancy yachts and everything Lambo else yacht, yeah. is is absolutely is absolutely killed him. But I mean, when you put it in perspective, the last fight Silver had mm-hmm. uh, the last fight that uh, Diaz had was Silver in January of 2015. It's a long, long time that is ago. A long time ago. And prior to that, because you know what he was like, the way he kind of came back in his constant fights with Dana and wanting to get his worth, it was two fights before that in 2013. We're looking at a guy who has fought twice in the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, he got, I mean, he was struggling with his with the marijuana, wasn't he? Because obviously they were treating it as a banned substance. Yeah. Obviously, everybody knows the two brothers are big fans. Yeah. Um, so that kept, that's kept him really inactive for a while. Yeah. I suppose we'll find out, won't we? Sadly. Yeah, we will. I mean... I think that could be... That has the potential to be fight of the night, just for the names alone, just for the, just for the names involved there. You're always going to get an exciting fight with a Diaz. Yeah. You know, 100%. if you think the, even the silver fight, him like lying down and yeah. beckoning him on. and I mean, it's, like you say, it's just what we're going to get. Are we going to get the 2011-12... Nick Diaz, who was beating BJ Penn and Semtex daily, mm-hmm. or as the last twelve years of nothingness, you know, beating him. He's thirty-eight. It's a long time out of that. Yeah, it's a long time out. But, um, but then again, for the exact same reason, Robbie Lawler still being churned through the mill, having hard fights, that's going to have a bad effect for the opposite. Yeah. Lots of he did get fights. subbed by Ben Askren. He did. At least he didn't get knocked out by Ben true, Askren. True. Yeah. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. So I suppose this is the way. This is the the main course now. Probably the one that everybody's most excited for. Yes. If you're an MMA fan this weekend, is uh, Volkanovski versus Ortega. And yes. um, now, if you've been following the Ultimate Fire, obviously these two dudes were uh, the coaches. Um, for the team, for the respective teams on there, there's been a lot of back and forths, lot. Um, a little bit of banter as well, which is which is good to see. I think these, I think outside of the actual fight, I think there is respect there. You know, I, we didn't see loads of it on tough, but I do think yeah. both of them do respect each other. Um, you know, some of the banter pretty funny. How they brought the snakes in, how Ortega brought the snakes in for, for Team Bulk. Yeah, I mean, obviously better than the clocks. Better than the clocks. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a difficult one to call. I know you're. I think you think I underestimate Ortega. I don't. No, I, I think just you overestimate Volk. That's a big claim. Yeah. What do you mean by that? I don't know. I just feel like he's in that little fan club you've got with Dustin Poirier and Tyson Fury. You know if you are, if you are, okay, if you're in that fan club, it's because you're an absolute beast. Let's be honest with you. The two names you just mentioned are absolute beasts, hundred percent. You're talking about. Probably the best British boxer of all time. Yes, I'm saying that right now. Right, I'm going to put my name to that now. And you're also talking about a dude who, again, if he goes on to beat Oliveira, becomes, again, one of the goats. So, yeah, he absolutely is. You're right. He is in that fan club for a very, very good reason. He did lose his last fight. Well, he didn't, though, did he? I mean, he got knocked down in the first and knocked down in the second. Mm. That's two 10-8 rounds. I'm did, not sure. he, did he lose the fight? I think we've spoken about the judging situation before. In, uh, in regardless, officially, just because Adelaide Bird f- flew from the Canelo fight, scrubbed out Canelo's name, more significant strike, Volk on top of it. 
more significant strikes, more pan- uh, more punches uh, landed. Knocked down first round, 10-8. Knocked down second Slip. round, 10-8. You can't come back from that without a knockdown or putting him in a serious fight in the opposition. I mean, make some of the takedowns he had were... Not especially fighting. towards the end in the last round, mate. And and I see where you're coming from, but this it's not the same as boxing, is it? If we're talking boxing, then yeah, it has to be strictly a 10-8. However, all the judges didn't see it like that. And they went with Volkanovski. I actually think if you look over the actual course of the fight, he controls more of the fight, especially the last three rounds. He wins the last three rounds for me. And I still don't think... I don't think it's fair to say that Holloway won that fight. Because actually, I think over the course of the fight, Volk landed more shots, creating more damage. And it's okay that you're wrong, but you lost that fight. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're getting we're we're sidetracking. So you asked me what I think. Um, again, it's a, it's a curveball. It's almost the the Nick Diaz thing with Ortega. If you look at it. 15 and 1, great record. Yeah. Obviously, he took two, three years out, come back, fights versus a Korean Zombie, and look good. Yeah. But, you know, he's only 30, so he's, he's not as old, you know, as he, as he could be. He's a much bigger guy than Volk. Most people are. Yeah, true. If you're asking me who do I want to win, Volk, because. He's a proper nice guy, and I think the the Ortega had his moments in tough. He come across as a bit of a bully and a bit of a prick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And for that reason, I want Volk to win. Um, and you know, he's a champion for for a reason. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. For me, the the fight, I feel like it. it I think it could be a cracker. If if. If by cracker you mean Volk's going to maul him, yeah, 100%. Well, that's what's going to happen. Volkanovski will maul him. I think Ortega's got it in him as well. And again, I'm not, I don't mean to keep making that Nick, Nick Diaz yeah. um, or Nate Diaz kind of analogy, but I think he's got it in him that if it turns into a fight, that he'll be okay with that and he'd dig down and, and wing in and not be uncomfortable with it, which is why I think it's going to be a fight because obviously with the height difference, mm-hmm. you know Volk's going to try and get in the inside, he's going to try and put pressure and he's smart yeah. with it, you know, he takes he's people down as well, you know, he's, yeah. he's he's very calculated striking, but I just think stylistically it's going to gel really well and it's going to be a war. I think, see, for me, and again, I don't want to get into, into a big debate, but the same way that you think I over-egg him, I actually think, I don't I, I, I don't think you realise how good this man is. This dude has fought Holloway twice. Yeah, okay, we can argue about the last one. One-on-one, right? on one. the first one was a clear yeah. win. The first one he... And it was a great performance yeah, versus amazing performance. a prime Max Holloway. Yeah, beat Aldo as well. Yeah. yeah. And Regardless of which Aldo, yeah, you fight... Aldo was past it, you. but you still get respect. You know, he's still doing well now when, it, when yeah. he's come down. I just think, mentally... You know, and I remember, and I take myself back to that Ortega fight. That was embarrassing. The Ortega fight with Holloway, in my opinion, um, teaching him how to block mm-hmm. halfway through a fight. That's that's embarrassing. I think he got schooled, and I just don't think. I mean, mentally, yeah. How are you supposed to beat a guy who beat the guy that you got mauled from? 
it's a little bit like it's similar to you know heart back to the October night fight of Deontay versus Fury how do you come out in that fight mm-hmm. and have any kind of hope of winning because for me I think Holloway is up there as the one of the greats one of the greats of all time up, up there with Aldo I think Volk could be there as well I just don't think Ortega level wise I don't think he can mix with Volk I don't think he can mix with Aldo Holloway he's just not that not on level, unfortunately. I think he's just a level below. He's a very good fighter. I don't think he's world class. No, and you know what? He's, he's 15 and 1, and like you say, versus Ortega. Um, yeah. Sorry, versus Ortega. Holloway. Versus Holloway, obviously, it wasn't good. And then, he, you know, he didn't fight until Korean Zombie. And that was close, and, by the way. That Korean Zombie fight was close. He, it was, and it was an action fight, but if you think of the the standout moments from the fight, mm-hmm. they were, you know, spinning uh, elbow that dropped him, you know, a hook yeah. that dropped him. Oh, listen, he, he won the fight, was, not disputing that. No. But it was close. It was a close fight at times. No, but when you when you say um, with Ortega, you don't think he's, he's on that level. No. He beat your actual boyfriend. Who are you referring to there? I've got many. <laughs> Dustin Poirier. Did you not? Have I invented that? I've invented that. You have invented that. I've invented that. that. Yeah, okay. I was thinking, has he ever fought Poirier? Who am I thinking of that beat Poirier? Um, Connor. Are you thinking about Connor? When Connor first beat Poirier? No. Uh, are you thinking, of, I mean, he fought Khabib, he fought um, Connor, beat by both. You having a brain fart? Yeah, I'm going to have to Google Not related right now, but I'm actually going to have to Google that because it's going to frustrate me. But um, even still, he's beat some some top fighters. I mean, looking at his record, Frankie Edgar, Edgar, mm-hmm. great fighter, yeah. beat yeah. him. How old was he though? It was in 2018, so it, you know it wasn't when he was well past it at mm-hmm. all. Cub Swanson, great fighter. My probably my second favorite fighter of all time, not great, but Clay Guida beat him. Yeah, good fight. There are there are some you know good names on his record. I know what you mean. That the way that he lost versus Holloway it was just a massive. But I do think that styles make fights, and I do yeah. think that, and I'm not saying the Volk's bad because he's not. He's fantastic, but I think stylistically the way that Max Holloway naturally fights that kind of pressure volume puncher yeah absolutely is rock paper scissors versus Volk style and that's why in the second fight he couldn't do that and he was counter punching himself whereas if you look at that style versus Ortega that pressure counter punching fits in well against against it so I I can't think we can drag and drop and go because that performance means that Mm. he's he's gonna lose and I do favour Volk I do but I don't think we can overstate. It's been a, a few years. He's getting a bit older, and the size difference. The thing is, it, and listen, anything could happen. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I'll take a couple of submission from from anywhere. We've seen it before. Um, I just think, I think it's difficult to talk about size with all because he's naturally a small dude. I th- so I think you know when he trains and when you know when he's going through camps, he's always sparring taller guys. Oh, he's yeah, always, yeah. generally speaking, he's always fighting taller dudes. So I don't think size, the size is is, is going to be an issue. I suppose it's the it's the 
unpredictability of, of Ortega, those level change punches you know, that he was doing against the Korean Zombie, that, that was really impressive. Um, I just think Volk adapts so well, um, and he adapted so well to Holloway. And if you can adapt to Holloway, I think you can adapt to anyone because you know Holloway self-proclaimed best boxer in, in the UFC, and he can be a bit of a freestyle fighter at times as well. You just don't know what he's going to pull out. Um, one person who is going to be watching this really keen is going to be Holloway, because you know for Holloway. I do agree with you. The second fight was controversial. Yeah. I'm not blind. Yeah, I do like Volkanovski, no. but it, it was controversial. There's you a reason could... they've not dropped him from the rankings. Yeah, you could absolutely give that 100%. Any fight really like that, you could give that the other way. So, you know, if you're Holloway, you're looking at a guy that in your mind you beat on the night, mm-hmm. and then you're looking at the dude who you absolutely smashed. Yeah. And gave him, and, and let's be honest, gave a boxing lesson to on the night. He's got to be cage side, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got to be. I think I think if Ortega wins, I think I like Ortega. Don't get me wrong, but I think Holloway probably is a step too far, and he does have his number. I think mentally, yeah. Um, so that's that's going to be an interesting shake-up. I don't think Volkanovski is going to lose. To be honest with you, I would be shocked, but it could happen. No, and you know I, I hope he I hope he does win Volk, and I absolutely he's got it in his in his skill set. And you're right that he's his whole career he's fought versus bigger guys because yeah. he, he is so small but it was exactly what you said was my point it's kind of stylistically when you're kind of counter punching with unusual shots from the outside spinning shots and you know dropping down you know going with the jabs the leg kicks and everything else yeah it fits well when you're the taller guy you know it helps that you're using that to, to your advantage I think if you're Ortega you've just got to get him down I was going to say double legging. Make him you get him under pressure. Put yeah. your weight on him. You know, because um, naturally you're the, you're the bigger guy. You've got a much bigger advantage on the ground. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously not that simple. No. Um, I think if you've Volkanovski as well, you've you've just been through tough. You've obviously yeah. banded with a guy. You've had a bit of a back and forth. You made a thing about the fact that he turns up to the gym late, late. and he's you know yeah. so he's not putting the sessions in. You've got to have that mindset of if he's doing that then. Maybe he's doing it for his camp and he isn't going to have that money in the bank. He's had time out. And even not necessarily double-legging him or single-legging him, but feigning the takedown, pushing him against the, the fence and just trying to put your weight yeah. on him and, and try and drain his arms and his legs, take him into deep water. Well, it's funny you say that because it just reminded me, actually, I completely forgot until you were talking about kind of training. Mm-hmm. Volkanovski is one of the hardest trainers mm. you know in in UFC now and obviously you'd like to think that everybody trains just as hard but that's just it's not the case no. yeah same with boxing there are just some fighters who do not enjoy training yeah Ricky Adams is saying he absolutely hated it yeah. hence why whenever he left training you balloon in weight yeah. yeah Volkanovski I don't know if he loves training but he you know the way he runs his drills you'd think it was his fucking wife um, you know, I saw a clip this weekend. Um, one of his camp members was recording doing some takedown defense with the other guys, and he was literally just, I think, for an hour, just practicing takedown, yeah. uh, takedown drills, um, and he's just jumping everywhere, and his ca- his cardio is absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, which is great, and you'd think would favor him, but you've got to be careful because how many boxers do that, and when they get older. That True. loses fights for them. That overtraining because they they can't I recover think, the same way. I just think he's 
he's a classic champion. I think the way he lives his life outside of the gym yeah. is exactly the way that you'd want a champion to live their life outside yeah. the gym. I know he eats really well. He's always putting cook, uh, cooking videos on Instagram, loads of protein and stuff. And obviously trains like an animal. So I think his, his, his headspace is definitely, again, one of the strongest in the UFC. He knows what he wants. Representing uh, New Zealand as well. So he's going to have, obviously, uh, all of the uh, New Zealanders on his, obviously all on his the side. Kiwis. All the Kiwis. If he wins, do they throw him on their Adesanya Bobby Knuckles card that they've not announced yet? Yeah, maybe. I mean, they've not announced it, so there's enough time for a turnaround for it. Potentially. Fighting who? Uh, Holloway. It's got to be Holloway. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sub- yeah, I think I wasn't that keen on it, obviously, because I, you know, I, I do think I still side with that Volk one. But I suppose if you're if you're a Holloway fan, I suppose if you if you're an MMA fan in general, um, you do want a definitive ending to that because in a lot of people's minds, I know it's one all. Um, so yeah, I suppose run it back. I think the UFC clearly want it. I mean, <clears throat> if you actually look, they've still got. Holloway in the pound for pound rankings. Yeah. Never mind the fact that he's number one contender in in this. And I mean, obviously you've got this this card here. So you've got um, Volk. Yep. Fighting versus uh, Ortega. Um, we just spoke about Max is is going out uh, versus. Uh, uh, Calvin Qatar. So they're going to be on a similar schedule because that's up, up soon. That's at um, UFC Fight Night 197. Which is the top four because obviously Rodriguez is in at number four. So then outside of that, um, you know, yeah, you've got Korean Zombie. It was Korean Zombie who, uh, who beat Dustin Poirier. Was it? Yes. Uh, um, who obviously Ortega just beat, which is why it was on my mind. Um, and I was, you know, then you're dropping out to the the top five. So you know, you wouldn't imagine that that they're gonna give. Sorry, I said Max Holloway was fighting Qatar. He was just beating him. He's fighting versus uh, Yar Rodriguez. Okay. Um, so you wouldn't imagine that they're gonna give Korean Zombie a title fight at number four. It could happen, but you wouldn't imagine it. You'd think that they drop down. And no, yeah, I, I don't think so. And they're not going to give it Qatar and a loss. And as much as I love Arnold Allen to get the shout, it's too early for him to be yeah. getting a title shot. So realistically, it kind of writes fight, it itself. It? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, if there's one thing we've learned, it's not just the fights; it's it's how they happen. Yeah. If this is an absolute close war, they'll run it back. Exactly. Well, I think that. I, I, think, I think. I think regardless, I think it's going to get run back. Um, if Ortega wins, I yeah. think if Volk absolutely smashes into pieces, obviously we won't see that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think you've got to give uh, you've got to give Volk another try. They did it with Holloway, didn't they? Yeah. They ran that back pretty much straight away. Um, Which, to be fair, they didn't normally used to do, but it was clear and clear from the commentary that they wanted Holloway to win. Well, you've got to think but... at the time, you know, is that division's golden child, isn't it? He's so loved. Yeah. Um, Really beloved champion, and, and for for the right reason, he's very entertaining. He's a great fighter, Max Holloway. Um, and you know what? This is what, and it pissed me off. And I don't know if you noticed this. Now, in that second fight, yes, okay, definitely lost the first two rounds. Yeah. Well, the rounds in there, I'm thinking, okay, I'm I'm pretty comfortable that he won that round. To be fair, the rounds you said that, 
I could have given either way. Okay, I'll agree with that. But the way Bisping was commenting on the other guys, yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, Holloway yeah. definitely won that round. I'm thinking, well, he didn't definitely win the round. I mean... Yeah, the thing is, and don't get me wrong, I like Bisping, great commentator, and I don't really see him as, as biased. He normally says it how it is. Yeah. But when you think about the record of him coming through and... No one really rated Volk and thought he was gonna gonna do, do it. Anything, yeah. And then they've got all the, the pre-fight stuff where everyone's talking about how good um, Max is. Yeah, how yeah. good Max is. Um, how blessed some would say. So I yeah, did there. Uh, very nice. And they'll have the the pre-fight stuff and all the war room stuff where they'll be talking about it and the sort of stuff to link and what could be next and everything else. Yeah. You know, it, it could be easily done. Um, but you know, it's. Yeah was what it was it was a close fight mm. and I think for that reasons why they'll probably run it back it'd be interesting actually to see because there was all the rumours for Tough that it was going to be Adesanya Till, and, yeah. and Till if that had happened mm. it would have been interesting to see if they had have gone Volk or Taker or if they had a yeah, run it back for a third back. time interesting interesting Um I think we're in for a good week anyway, let's put it that way. A really, really good week of fighting. A big week. And bear in mind, guys, we've only talked about the UFC yeah. so far. Yeah. There is that huge Joshua card that we're going to have a big episode about exciting times, exciting. And you know what? A lot of pickums, a lot of close yeah. fights. It doesn't get much better than this, guys. I mean, like, you know, I know we keep saying it, but honestly. What a week we've got. I mean, AJ, AJ Usyk is going to be, you know, up there as one of the biggest fights, you know, of the year, 100%. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, obviously that's going to be the case. But then we've had so many great UFC fights so as well. And this is another one um, that they've kind of built really well. They've done really well building it with Tough. Yeah. Obviously, if you follow that now, you're going to have a massive investment in this. Um Volk has become a little bit of a cult hero as well, yeah. you know, which is great to see because before the Holloway fight, you know, not a lot, like you mentioned it, not a lot of people really gave him a chance. No. Wrongly so as well. So, you know, I always love rooting for the underdog. I still think in a lot of ways he is still an underdog. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely rooting. I'm, I've been team Volk all season uh, for, for tough, so <sighs> I'm hoping he pulls it through. I think he will. I think he will. You're trying to do a Volk as well on the cream of the crap you wear. Uh... You went four down, you're one back now. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to recreate him, yeah. So let's break that, guys, because nah. uh, he's more of a prick like Ortega, so let's <laughs> not give him the, uh, the the claw back. Right, should we uh, should we move forward into the next sections? Let's go. We're going to start with... We'll do... We'll, fit, we'll, we'll do the Mystic Mac. Yeah. I'm feeling lucky. Um, don't know if you know this, guys, but, you know, credit where credit's due. Got them all right last week. You did get them all right, including John O'Carroll, which was not the favourite going in. Absolute 50-50. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's probably more 55-45, and you put the 45. Mystic so, Mac, baby. What can you say? Right? Mystic Mac. Go one million. one million. Definitely not going one million. And I'll give you two to one. So, my official prediction, guys, and again, uh, all the best bet odds have been done through William Hill. Um, we've got Dan Hooker, blessing, 
you know, squeaky bum time, you know, literally last minute he managed to get his passport and visa sorted, which was amazing because I know obviously those guys are in lockdown over there. Um, you know, no one was getting back to him. We weren't sure if he was going to have to pull out. And then obviously, you know, MMA Twitter got behind him and he came out, uh, I think it was today, and said that, that wouldn't have been impossible for that MMA Twitter. So shout out to everybody that was retweeting his plea. I think to one of the governors over there, and, and he got that back in time. So um, I'm I'm absolutely going to go uh, Dan Hooker for this. And I think he's a favourite. Smart bet, easy uh, four to six on picking Dan Hooker, and this is a little bit of an accumulator, guys. We've then got Nick Diaz coming back. Um, obviously, we're running the old fight between uh, Lawler. Now I'll be honest with you. I'll be completely honest with you on this one. My heart has gone over my head. Yep. Which is not always the best when you when you're betting, but I do think we'll see a grand return for him. Oh, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. So uh, again, it's 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 you know fifty fifty. They're both at um, you know ten eleven. So we're going with Nick Diaz. We've then got uh, Rosenshuk versus uh, Curtis Blades. Now Curtis Blades is the heavy favourite for this one, or at least the favourite, maybe yeah. not the heavy favourite. Um, I'm going to be controversial again. Yeah, there's no fun in playing it safe. I'm going to go Rosenshuk there to 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 win. Okay. And he's five to two. We've then got the female assassin Shevchenko uh, versus Murphy. <sighs> be mad. I'd be mental. <laughs> yeah. I'd be mental not to go with Shevchenko here. Even if even if I could predict the, uh, predict the future, I'd still be going Shevchenko. Um, so she's one to think she's a massive favourite. Obviously, she is. Yeah. We've then got Volk Volkanovski versus Brian Ortega. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone with Brian Ortega. No, I'm joking. Of course not. Uh, I went with Volkanovski. Um, again, he is the favourite coming into the fight. And yeah, it's fair. It's fair. Beating Holloway twice. Obviously, he got some great wins over fighters like Aldo. And uh, Ortega's coming coming off a really good win against the Korean Zombie. Um, should be a very good fight. However, I am going Volkanovski. You are indeed. That brings us to an 18-1. to 1. You bet £100. Or dollars, if you're in the states, you will get back one thousand nine hundred eleven pounds thirty nine pence for your troubles. Big pennies. Just say uh, Rosenstruck for me one more time, please. Rosenstruck. I feel that was getting worse each time you said that. <laughs> it is. There. It is. Rosenstruck. When it comes to like Eastern European names, I am genuinely awful. <laughs> uh, my tongue just for some reason doesn't go that way. It does not. Don't make a pun. I know you were gagging, Steve. <laughs> you, you keep going gagging I, as I'm, well. I'm yeah. this hole. Keep I'm going. putting the shovel down. So those are my predictions, guys. Um, if they come in, I'm genuinely going to buy myself a mink fur coat. I'll post it on Twitter. So if someone can lend him 100 quid so he can put those bets on, it'd be appreciated. <laughs> yeah. um, right? Cream of the crap. No, no, don't cream the crap. Don't cream the crap. Daily dosser. I just want to go back it. Let's go. Cream the crap. Daily dosser. He's a dosser. Dosser. That's all he is. You're a bunch of dossers. Right, guys. So there was there's a few things that I could have I could have gone with and I could have spoke about this week, but with the absence last week, I feel it's only fair for me to go back and just reiterate. How much of a disgrace the athletic commissions are and Triller are for putting Evander Holyfield in a ring. And let's be clear, Triller did it because they were afraid to get sued, so they threw him in there. Then you've got Vitor Belfort who's telling people, Oh yeah, well I won't, you know, I won't go with him, who absolutely goes at him. Yeah, I leathered him. 
But it's the commissions for me. The fact that you've got one commission who go, no, absolutely not. We stopped this guy from fighting, yeah. you know, 15 years ago because he was past it and it wasn't safe. And then Florida go, yeah, no problem, mate. Come over here. We'll, we'll throw him in the ring. It's an absolute disgrace. It's, di- Floridians. it's, it's disgusting. It's yeah. absolute. Honestly, right. And don't get me wrong. I, I didn't give these Daily Dots the last time. I gave the WBC, who are still a useless pile of shit and doesn't need to get out of the sport for letting a drug cheap fight and trying to gloss it over like it was no issue. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Triller put bloody Trump um, commentating just to try and take away from from the heat as well. They're all they're all dotters still, all all three of them. But the fact that the commission put put him out there now, I I knew from videos I saw five years ago of Holyfield speaking that he was not healthy and yeah. feared for his health in a general sense. But when you see the video of him talking as well, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, if you actually watch the fight, thankfully, thankfully, no clean shots really land. And it's the fact that he takes a shot on him and the momentum on his body moves him and he's so old washed and past it that his legs give up. His legs give up. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have the, the multi neuron like pathway to even move his legs if somebody moves him and he falls over. The only sort of saviour to that whole situation was the fact that the referee was in there and got him out as, as soon as possible. Because Evander so passed it in punch drunk that he thinks he was he was robbed and, and wants more fights. He should have been. He should have been this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, we slur as much as he does, so you know. Yeah, that's true. And then to add to that and the disgrace of it, there's now clips out of a guy who I've actually interacted with on, on Twitter. A great, great world champion that we were starved of one of the best fights ever with uh, Riddick Bow fighting versus uh, Lennox Lewis. But yeah. a great world champion, a fantastic, a fantastic boxer who, unfortunately, for about the last 10, 15 years, it's been absolutely evident that he's struggling for money. If you look at his Twitter, the strange adverts that he's doing for weird things because they'll, they'll give him money, the events that he's going to, the tweets that he's been doing. There was a tweet at one point where he was literally just tweeting, asking if people could lend him money. And then you fast forward five years and he sees Evander and now he's training. And you see this clip of him training. Yeah. And he can't even move his feet. I mean, he's struggling with his hands, but he can't even move his feet. And whoever it is who's training him, that absolute cretin has the audacity to say, good job, good job, champ. As if he's doing good. Unlike yeah. him fighting versus anyone is ever going to turn out well for his health. It's, it's a disgrace. Yeah. And I know that this has been caused by the fact that there is there's a vacuum in boxing. And I know I know some of that is, is down to the fact that Covid, you know, is still having effect. The lockdowns in all these countries, but if you if you actually look at it, unfortunately, it comes down to a few things. The governing bodies are robbing, cheating, deceiving leeches and need to disappear. And the fact that you've then got all these different 
promoters and their TV stations who are so greedy that they don't want to give up any any of their pot that they protect their fighter and refuse to let them fight people on, on different shows. We've literally heard people say, Floyd Mayweather, oh, he's only going to fight people on the PBC. And he's only saying what other people are saying behind the curtain anyway. So we end up with this situation where, unfortunately, the best don't fight the best. The governing yeah. bodies don't put people who have other belts in, in their um, rankings, which is ridiculous. Your mandatory should be the best people fighting the best people. Yeah. And then you've got people who... Are shielding people so they don't fight them. So it's okay, you know. It's only it's rare and it's occasional, and unfortunately, it's only when there's so much money in it that they can't turn it down that the best fight the best. If you look at UFC, people get underpaid, but that means that he can strong arm and, yeah. and put the the best people to to fight the best. And that lack of boxing and, and lack of skill means that you've got this huge gap that allows these horrendous people. Imagine the UFC trying to put on BJ Penn versus, um, I don't know. That's even worse than that. Some other legend that can't. It's even worse. It'd be like, it'd be like Mark Coleman coming back. Yeah. It would be like the old UFC. Yeah, well, UFC one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mean, that's what we're talking about here. And it's. I don't want to take over your segment. You're right. It's 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 horrendous. It's, when you were talking about money, then this is this is these fights, you know. And it's that. And it, it, listen, it starts off with your Jake Pauls, yeah. These people, Logan Pauls, you know, it's they put these people into the ring because of how much money money they make yeah. and generate. Now, yes, okay, the pros are you know loads more eyes on boxing, and we get people in gyms, and that and that's great. But that's not the reason. Let's be frank. No. That's not the reason those fights are put on. No. The, the people who are putting these fights on, the promoters, the organisations, the people handing out licence, it's not for the good of boxing. No. It's, these are going to make a lot of money. We're going to make business. a lot of money off this. Yeah. And unfortunately, what happens is, these older boxers, who are, you know, Rick Bow, Ivan Holyfield, who don't have a lot of money, think, yeah, I'll, you know, they get an offer. Or, you know, even if it's something like 300 grand, half a mil, yeah, I'll come back in, because yeah. I'm bankrupt, I've got no money, I've got no choice. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, we have these fucking stupid gimmick events, because that's what they are. They're just gimmick events, yeah. the whole thing, especially Triller. The whole show, all the shitty DJ stuff they've got in it, it's just a massive gimmick. Yeah. It's just a show. Yeah. You know, it's like a TikTok thing. And so it's not for the good of boxing, it's no. can we make a shit ton of money? You know what, it's the same as if you go back, what, like 15 years when you had Oscar De La Hoya with gloves and a head guard fighting versus Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. It's that kind of stuff, except for they've made it more carnival, more danger, because Sellable. more people, unfortunately, will will come in for it. And you know what? The the boxing um, alphabet organizations are so robbing that if people hadn't had such uproar to these fights, they would have made a WBC bloody legacy belt. Yeah. And they would have thrown it on so they could take the 10% in the fight, because the... the they're disgusting, a lot of them. And I don't want to say that the Daily Dosser is, is boxing, because, you know, there, there's green shoots, there's, there's good things that are going on. What I will say is, it would have been Triller. They are saying they're going to remove. Really, it should be the boxing, um, the Florida State Commission, for the fact that they authorised that atrocious, atrocious fight, that they were masquerading as some in-between of a real fight, 
and an exhibition by doing it as eight two-minute rounds, except for they were all going for it. There was judges, there was yeah. knockouts, there was no head guards, which is disgraceful. But I'm going to be preemptive and look forward to whatever cretinous businessman is thinking, let's get Reddick Bow in the ring. I don't have a name or a face for it yet, but some slime bag will come out. Yeah. And unfortunately, the only way we're going to stop it is, is what you just said there. Well, don't buy it. It doesn't work because there wasn't any. It wasn't many sales for the last fight, and it still happened. But like you said, they're so desperate for money mm. that they're gonna go for it. It's it's the power of the people. Unfortunately, yeah. we've got to get Again. on on Twitter. Don't watch it. A, don't don't actually watch. No, it. no, no. Do not pay for it in any circumstances. But we've got to just state commissions, boxing boards. Yeah, you know anyone who's debating taking it as a fight. Sure. harass them and just make everyone aware this isn't acceptable. Yeah. But they're the Daily Dosser. Fair play. Round of applause. Uh, ended on a bit of a sombre note there, guys. Got a bit passionate it's, about it's, that. It's, yeah, no, it's a, it's a horrible... Yeah, I don't want to keep going on about it, but it, it is awful seeing, you know, basically your, your idols. Yeah. Basically like a fucking piece of meat. On a butcher's line. Yeah. Just hung out to dry. Unified, unified cruiserweight champion. World champion. Yeah. Beat, you know, Mike Tyson. You know, was in there with Lennox Lewis. So many great fighters that he fought versus. Yeah. It's just painful. Yeah, it's a shame. Don't watch it. But let's look forward to next weekend. Yes. Not even talked about the boxing next weekend, and that's fantastic. UFC is fantastic. Thankfully... Different time zones. Yes. Yeah. So, um, the boxing next week, uh, or not this, not next week. This week, sorry. This week. Um, is thankfully in London, um, so that's not going to be an all night affair. Um, that should wrap up probably about eleven or twelve. Yeah. And then obviously the prelims should start around one for the UFC. So, it's going to be an absolutely mental weekend um, for weekend. for well, for us fight fans. So, and obviously we'll be covering it as well on the next episode. Um, we'll be doing all the build up for AJ Usyk. We absolutely will, and I'm going to get it in now because he won't accept it from me. Um, win, lose, or draw in that fight, or any of these main fights here, mm. we're the winners for the fights happening. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, maybe not the AJ Usyk fight because I don't want to get into too too much now. But if AJ loses the fight, very good chance we don't get the Fury AJ. Fight, oh yeah, yeah which yeah, would yeah, have yeah, absolutely yeah. long term definitely be a loss. Yeah, but we're big Usyk fans as well, so difficult one. What a guy. So let's leave it there. Yeah. Don't forget, guys, follow us on Twitter at Punch Combat. Yeah. The poll will be posted, so remember, Rocky Marciano, just put your your marks against Peter that. Peter McNeely, the Hurricane. He's a good, you know. His name says it all. Nearly McNeely. Unfortunately, <laughs> you've been thinking about that. Unfortunately, yeah. Rocky Marciano. Rocky's gonna do it. But reach out to us. Tell us your thoughts. You got any questions? You know, send us a, a DM. Yeah, DM us. At us. Let us know what you think. Let us know your predictions. And we will be back later on this week. Yes. For the the big one, the big boxing one. So if you're a boxing fan, come back, because there's going to be a lot to talk about.